who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. Isn't the point of traveling to get away from it all? To feel the best you've ever felt? Then maybe you should check out Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. When your trip comes to an end, you won't need another vacation because you just had the vacation. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. I saw a sign and it opened up my eyes. I saw the sign. Welcome to all. Th- I couldn't remember what in the world we were doing just now. Welcome to all things internet. Uh, sure, we talk about things we see on the internet that usually have to do with the internet. And Emily tries her darndest to fact check and research most of the things she finds relevant to the conversation. I am your host, Rachel Ballinger, and this is also your host, Emily Brostaff. And this is the show. I did it. I did the intro. You did it. How so proud of you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. How you doing, Em? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm doing great. It's uh, 9 a.m. on a Saturday. Yep. <laughs> Working 9 a.m. on a Saturday. As good as you can get. Exactly. Oh, wow. Should we just hop right in? Let's hop right in. <laughs> We're both like still half asleep. I have to go do drywall after this. So oh I'm like, God. okay, I don't know if I want this to end or not. I don't think one of my eyelashes is actually like on. It's like poking my eye so bad, but it's fine. We will thrive. She gets ready for these podcasts. I, I, I woke up an hour ago, but I'm still in my PJs. Well, See, you have more confidence than I do. That's the issue. That, not the issue. That's the difference. That's the difference. Yeah. Accept me for who I am. Please like me. I reapplied deodorant so I'd smell good. Ooh, wait. I did too. <laughs> Had to check. Um, and I have coffee in me, so I will entertain you. But Love it. I, I don't need to look my best constantly. That's asking a lot of me. That's it. Continue. What's the short? <laughs> You're looking at me like, yeah, where are we going with this? I have no idea. That was it. That was the start was... and end of that thought. There it is. Okay. Next. Okay. So we're going to start off with um, a TikToker went viral for creating a homemade pink sauce, which consisted of dragon fruit, sunflower seed oil, chili, honey, and garlic. And she basically, her, her video what starts- What is this for? What is this for? What do you put this on? Well, she is um, a Miami-based a Miami private chef. 
Okay. And so she created this own sauce and basically her videos went viral because she started pouring it. Like when I say pouring it, I mean like the dousing the entire bottle she would pour on top of different food items and she would talk about how good the sauce was. So she'd pour it on top of on top of like chicken wings and tacos and like literally anything that you even things that you wouldn't think have a sauce. She was pouring it on top of and it just went viral because it looked like Pepto-Bismol. So it, <laughs> it looked disgusting. What if it was? I, I mean, honestly, genius. Um <laughs> It, it didn't look appetizing. It just looked interesting. But she was like so funny in these videos, pouring the entire bottle and like eating it and talking about how good it was that her videos just like took off. So okay. then, of course, people who are watching these videos started demanding that she start selling this sauce because she wouldn't tell people exactly how to make it. And she kind of said it tasted a little bit like um, if she were to compare it to anything, it tasted almost like ranch. And so, you know, all, all the ranch people. Yeah, all the ranch Everyone people. loves the ranch. I love a good ranch. I okay whoa relax I didn't even get my sentence out you're already mad at me god <laughs> darn it um I can't eat ranch anymore and vegan oh, ranch doesn't compare right vegan ranch does not compare there's no good vegan ranch okay so I don't partake in the ranch anymore when I did it was one of my favorite dressings yep and I did a t- occasionally like to dip my pizza in it oh yeah but I was never a good, a big uh, French fry dipper in uh, ranch. French fries, chicken tendies, chicken nuggies, See, pizza. I, 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 okay, I was going to be like, all of those you can dip in ketchup, and then you said pizza. And, and then grilled cheese. Oh. See, all of the things, minus the pizza, I'd rather dip those things in ketchup, because mm-hmm. I'm a huge ketchup lover. And yeah. I can still be obsessed with ketchup. Right. So ketchup's always my jam, but I respect that ranch. That ranch. I respect it. That ranch hustle. That ranch, get it done. Get it done. What that ranch do, though? <laughs> well, her ranch. <laughs> you like that segue back? I did. <laughs> so her pink ranch, or, you know, she wasn't calling it ranch, but, you know, whatever. Her pink sauce, she started selling it. Okay. Um, And so, yeah, to give her a little credit, she is a private, a private chef in Miami. So you'd think that she'd be up to speed on, like, food safety and regulation. Oh, no. Well, not so much. So she was shipping out her famous pink sauce in, like, bags. Like, picture, like, you know, Amazon bags where they're, like, you rip open the top and this thing's in it. Yeah. She was shipping it out in that. So there was no type of, like, like cooling material. Or oh, so like, it has to be refrigerated. She won't say. So it also doesn't say on the bottle. It doesn't say, like, after opening refrigerate. It doesn't say keep in the refrigerator. And so, like, basically the sauce which has she she claims that it has the dragon fruit oil chili honey garlic but she won't tell the full like ingredient list and what she had listed on the back of the bottle was not spelled correctly and like was like measurements weren't properly listed out so like no one knows what's actually in this because it's not being fda regulated and she's yeah. she's just shipping it out and like in the summer heat and like people are very confused one person opened it up and said it immediately smelled rotten so no it's just one of those cases where there's another person who's like an influ an influencer she just recently gained all of this traction yeah who is trying to you know hop on the train which good for you go and hustle yep but no one's regulating them and so she said she's in the process of like getting all of this approved and regulated but she's still shipping it out in the meantime so she can just share the recipe she could and then you know Come, keep coming out with new stuff and like so it's, everyone knows it's her stuff so she comes famous famous for it right wait so she gets all the traction and then release the ep- the recipe right so it's not like cloud bread or whatever where no one knows where it came from right it would come from her or whatever right and then slowly a bigger person if she had a bunch of recipes out 
maybe a big person would be like, hey, I can bottle this for you. Right. Or like try and sell it as a farmer's market first and get consumer like feedback. Yeah. Before just bottling it and shipping it to random people through Amazon packages. Well, yeah. Well, a- Amazon like bags. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Manila envelopes, basically. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Um, and then a lot of people are disappointed because when they open it and they try it, um, they say it just literally tastes like she took ranch and mixed it with a ton of water and then put red food dye in it and sent it out. I was going to say, what if she just put pink in ranch? That's kind of what, what people are speculating. Although she does show on her TikTok, she shows herself making it. But the, the bottles that people are getting, they're posting online and posting on TikTok and like tweeting it out. And the way that the shades of pink vary it's obviously not an exact recipe because some people are getting like hot, bright, almost red colored. And then some people are getting like super like light, hinty, baby pink. And so like, it's not being regulated. All the things on the bottle are like, obviously written by herself and not like checked or anything. And then she's- How do you not check the spelling of your own bottle? I don't know. That seems like, you know, just a very simple step. But I think she, she, I mean, she did admit, she was like, I was rushing to get this out because I wanted to get it out while all this hype was going on. But it's just like, there haven't been any reports of anyone getting sick yet, but it's just a matter of time. And like, you're putting yourself in a really bad situation. Yeah, Food is a tricky thing to get involved with. Yeah. So- yeah it'll be interesting to see how this plays out yes Mm -hmm. um i personally would not buy it no but uh, as a consumer as a curious person and i think that's what people are trying like yeah they're they're curious curious. yeah i think well if she's not careful someone who knows what they're doing could try and mimic the sauce yeah and then you know they could sell it better if they know what they're doing so she i think she should just release the recipe and she's just she's not going to make any money on this. But if you get your name out there and yeah. build a strong name, then you're good. Right. You could do it that way. Poor girl is trying to hustle and just doesn't have any guidance. I appreciate the hustle. But yeah, a lot of people just don't think that stuff through because yeah. no one's thinking about a lawsuit. They're just right. thinking, oh, everyone's going to love my sauce. Right. You know, but you got to think the logistics. And that's where a lot of people get in trouble. Yeah. So hopefully someone steps in and helps her get under control and i hope no one gets sick me too yes um okay and super was there any dairy in it she just said dragon fruit sunflower seed oil chili honey and garlic okay so i mean technically it doesn't sound like it needs to be refrigerated i could eat that you could should no (laughs) (laughs) i kind of want to i know it could be a testing video we could have abby try and recreate it Ooh, because Abby's really good at that stuff. We could. That'd be a good. Great. Video. Let's do that. Let's do and that. And then we'll bottle it and sell it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, OK. In super short news, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez officially married last Saturday in Vegas um, with the official court documents saying that Jen has legally changed her name to Jennifer Affleck. Um, and obviously they used to be engaged back in 2002 and then they had their breakup in 2004. But now they have found their way back to each other and they got married at one of those little white chapels in Vegas um, and said that it was the perfect day and perfect wedding, but that they almost didn't make the ceremony because they got there at like 1155 at night and it closed at midnight. So they like barely rushed through the doors and got married, but they said it was perfect. So whatever. Curious about this entire relationship. Put your microphone closer to your mouth. Hello? Yeah, you ke- there it is. <laughs> well, because you keep it pretty far from your mouth. 
Oh. And then you hear me talking through what I'm editing. I'm sorry. This is no one cares. <laughs> but when we're editing, look at how big my lines are. We're at the same volume, but I just talk so much louder and it's so much closer to my mouth. Oh. There you go. Okay. Interesting. But if I turn you up, you're going to hear you're you yeah. in your microphone. I've noticed that when I'm editing too. Yeah. yeah. It's because you, you, you hold it out here. I just don't like blocking my face. I'm sorry you conceded. <laughs> I want everyone to be able to see this beauty. You With got my a- half eyelash hanging on. <laughs> it looks totally fine. Okay, good. It doesn't look bad at all. Good. Yeah. But yeah, keep your mic here. Okay, I'll keep it here. Live here. Live here. Live here. I don't like it. My hot breath is bouncing back off and into my face. How hot is your breath? Well, it, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Average temperature. <laughs> all right. Anyway, sorry. We're just. Oh, good. The next story is a little long. So do you want to check? Um, yeah. You know what? We can check to see if we have a sponsor for today. Sponsor, sponsor. My name is Jenny Owen Youngs. And I'm Kristen Russo. And together we spent six years watching every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer one at a time, podcasting about each and every one. Our podcast is called Buffering the Vampire Slayer, and you can learn more about it at bufferingcast.com. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. All right. You ready? Yep. Put that microphone in your face. Gosh, darn it. Just keep reminding me. <laughs> okay. Um, Kylie Jenner, I don't know if you've seen, is in the hot seat this week. Um, oh, is it the registry? Oh, no, but we're going to get to that. Oh, it's the jet. It's the jet. Oh, so she's in it for two reasons. Two reasons. Yeah. So she is in trouble after taking her private jet for a three-minute ride. And it all started when she posted a photo of her and Travis on Instagram kissing or like embracing between their two private jets. And the caption was, do you want to take yours or should we take mine? Um, which sparked major. What a dilemma. Right. This sparked major backlash because it is just so out of touch and privileged. Like there are literally people starving to death and you're flexing your two jets. Um, but also because of the damage that private flying does to the environment. Oh, yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. So this led to people digging into her flight logs only to discover that she had taken her jet for a three minute flight from Camarillo, California to Van Nuys, California, which would have only been a 40 minute Van car ride. Yeah. She went from Camarillo. 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 Camarillo to Van Van Nuys. Right. Three minutes in her jet, and it would have taken 40 minutes to get there by car. And you know she's not even driving herself. They have drivers. This is... Is it... Are helicopters better on fuel? I'm not sure. I'd like to look into that. Yeah. Because I do know... I mean, I know everyone's kind of hesitant about helicopters since Kobe Bryant. Yeah. But... um. If on a clear day, that's not a joke. That is a genuine that on yeah. a clear day, helicopters can get you places pretty fast. Like, I understand. That's why Kobe Bryant started taking them is because he was like, he would work out. He did his training in downtown LA and then wanted to get back to his girls. That, but it was like an hour and a half yeah. car ride. And he, he's like, this is ridiculous. So he started taking a 10 minute helicopter ride instead. Right. I wonder if they're better for fuel. Maybe. But still like so. I know. I know. Yeah. I know. But I'm like, I'm trying to think of like, hey, I get it. A middle ground solution. A middle ground solution. Take a helicopter. (laughs) Listen, if you have the means, I get it. Because that is a a thing. Like, if you have the means, you're like, why not? Because Earth. But like, because I I don't like doing 40 minute car rides. Right. I don't want to drive 40. I'm like, we have to go into LA to do that. That's going to be an hour and a half drive. Right. Considering traffic. Like, that's too much. Right. I don't want to do it. So like, I get the feeling. Right. 
And so I, I can understand if you're like, well, I have billions. I can just take my private jet. But they're not thinking with their brains about the earth. Right. Or at least like, don't tell people. Don't brag about that. Yes. Like, and that what is, are you doing? That, yes, that is really stupid. Oh my but God. Like, Babe, let's look into helicopters. Let's look into helicopters. The, <laughs> if it's the same bad, then let's not. Right. But if it's maybe like 0.1% <laughs> worse than driving. Well, I think we could take the helicopter. I think so. Yeah. 0.1%. I'll hold you to that. Um, so basically, people also discover that Kylie's jet takes regular flights amounting to less than 15 minutes. She does this weekly. So this led to like the bigger discussion. God, this girl does not have a fear of flying. No. My fear oh, of flying God. would be like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. Ser- yeah. Same. Um, so this led to a bigger discussion of why are we as individuals taking steps in our lives to ensure the safety of our environment and like the future of the earth when the 1% are taking three minute plane rides just. It's another thing again and again where it's like we can use reusable bags and recycle all we can, right. but nothing's going to change until the billionaires, the 1%, the companies, the, the mass fishing companies. industries. Yeah. yeah. Like the, yeah, the, the farming industry, the yeah. amount of. Like the poop that the amount of cows that are, yeah. it's ridiculous. So until like they all do something, we're yeah. us, I mean, keep using reusable straws and doing your little things. It's better to, you know, not contribute. Continue, yeah, to not contribute, but like we aren't going to solve it. No. But we don't have to contribute. Right. The ones that are going to solve it are the big companies and the billionaires. Right. That's all there is to it. Yeah. And just so everyone's on the same page, private jets have been found to emit two tons of CO2 in just one hour. And to put it into perspective, one ton of CO2 is equivalent to driving a car all around the world, like one lap around the world, 18 dairy cows in weight or 25 million plastic straws. So that's what she's putting out into the environment. When she Can takes I just Google jet. the helicopter thing real quick? <laughs> Go for it. Because I'm like, if this is a viable option, how much is it? CO2? CO2, yeah. And then I'm just, while you're Googling, I'm going to keep going. Yeah. So the transport and, environment, and transport and Environment Report in May of 2021 said that private jets are five to 14 times. It's a quarter of a ton. A quarter per hour? A per hour. So it's, it's better. It's better than a private jet. But I don't think people would yell at her as much. As much. I'm still, I'm still saying like, okay, if, I'm going to say if like you have a meeting and if it's like a billion dollar deal, you got to get there in five right. minutes or whatever. Take your helicopter, not your jet. Right. If you can, plan for a 40, for a 40 minute car ride. Right. Let's do that instead. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Snoop just laid down on your bag. <laughs> on my bag. <laughs> Not just beside it. On, he's curled up on top of it. I love my dog so much. That's cute. So I'm going to say, Kylie, helicopter. It goes car, helicopter, and then jet for your big, your big trips. Right. Over two hours. Yeah. Well, because people did the math and her carbon footprint for one 10-minute flight is more than the average person makes in one year. Okay. So this, no, yeah, yeah, she needs to not, she doesn't understand. She's like, I don't get it. There, what, what is, she does, I promise you, she's like, what are you talking about? The grass is green and I have water. Right. Like that's, there's not a water shortage. I have plenty of it. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, we're not overpopulated. Look at this lot next to my house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Look how much space I have in my backyard. Right. <clears throat> nice. Thank you. Yeah. So people started tweeting things like, Famous people are so out of touch with reality. Like, how did she not think she's going to get backlash for it? My favorite was Europe is literally on fire. Meanwhile, Kylie Jenner is taking 15 minute trips in her private jet. 
I could recycle everything, buy all my clothes secondhand, compost and grow my own food for the rest of my life. And it wouldn't even begin to offset the footprint from just one of her flights. Yep. Which is accurate. So people were not happy about that. Yeah, they shouldn't be. Right. I'm, I'm saying helicopter is the best bet for the, that. I don't think it's the good one. Well, if she's going to fly. If she's going to fly. Yeah. I think helicopter. But she's not going to because her private jet has like a walk-in closet and a huge like bathroom and a private master suite and like it's just like she's never going to trade that for a bumpy oh, she seat could, in a helicopter. She, well, she could get an RV and just have an RV <laughs> take her everywhere. There you go. You can have your bed right. and a closet and a toilet right there. Right there. Yep. That's how if I ever got that rich, I'm going to have an RV. An RV. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, someone else said. <gasps> I'm going to put a little garden on the roof. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I like that. Thank you. Oh, my God. Um, someone said Kylie Jenner out here picking which color private jet she want to take today. Meanwhile, I got to chug my iced coffee before my straw becomes paper mache. <laughs> I was like, That's, That's a good, good one. Yeah. That's a good one. Um, so she attempted to do some damage control by showing her being like more um, in touch or like more relatable. So she put on her Instagram story and I, I think maybe she put it on TikTok. For sure, I know it was on Instagram story. She showed her pushing a Target cart with Stormy in the little kid seat and two of her nieces in like the cart and basically showed her like walking around Target and picking them out toys and like, look at me. I'm so relatable. I'm shopping at your superstore. Um, but how does that help us? She thought it was good, but then people came back and were saying things like she's trying to cosplay as a middle class after the private jet post. So... Yeah, or like tries to be more normal after the jet post, but buys $300 worth of toys. And it's also very apparent that she had the entire store shut down so that she could do the shopping trip. <laughs> so while she's like, look at me, I do my shopping like everyone else. Like I'm not like the bad guy. Yeah. She kicked everyone out of the store and then bought a ridiculous amount of products. I just, I don't understand. Like how, how are they that clueless? I don't know. It's, I'm telling you, there is no way you can be a billionaire and a good person. Oh, no, for sure. And, mm -mm. and usually if you're a billionaire, you have a giant ego. Yeah. Because you had to step on people to get there, which means you thought Absolutely. you were better than everyone else. Absolutely. means you're slightly, usually I can't diagnose people, but a narcissist. Yep. So they're going to be out of touch with reality, and they're, but they're going to want people to like them because their egos are so big. Right. Some are usually narcissists, so they're going to want everyone to like them. And they just hate that they don't. So they're going to try and be relatable, but they're not good people. And they're always going to be out of touch. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. You can't be I, an in-touch billionaire. That's not possible. You can't live like a normal person. So you don't understand how normal people are living. Right. Well, even like they got in trouble maybe like a month or two ago because on one of the new Kardashian episodes, Kylie and her mom went to a grocery store in Malibu and like they didn't know how to insert their credit card. Like they, she didn't know how to insert the chip reader. Like, they were like laughing and giggling at how the carts pushed and like how they were going to like they thought the whole thing was like very comical and like fun. And like it was just so they got in trouble a few months ago for that because people are like literally when I go to the grocery store, like I am in there for a mission and then I have to check my bank account before checking out. Yeah. And you're over here giggling about how to use a chip reader. Like yeah. it, it's just. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And yep. then. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah then the whole conspiracy came up with the wedding registry 
I yeah, I didn't know if that was true or not. It has not been confirmed, okay. but my God, am I convinced. I'm going to say it's funny either way. Either someone made it up. Right. And they, they put a lot of humor into it. Right. And like, that's funny. Or it's real. And then that's kind of sad. Right. But either way, it's like, it's a funny take. And, uh, but we don't, aren't, we aren't saying this is for real or not at all. Right. So if you're confused, basically it started on Reddit. Some Reddit user has sparked a theory that Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott are getting married and they've found their outrageous wedding registry. And these rumors started because Kylie posted on her Instagram story that she was out partying on the town with all of her sisters while everyone was dressed in black except Kylie that was in full white. And so people were like, that's, a bachelorette party. that seems like a bachelorette party. And then uh, the same Reddit user found a registry and it was registered to Mother Goose and Cactus Jack. And um, Cactus Jack is the name of Travis's record label and brand. And Mommy Goose is what Kylie says Stormy's nickname for her is. So it's like, uh, okay, it's well, like, they could have made that up as well, but I think that's a, that's it's, clever. It's convincing. Um, so here's a little bit of what's on. Oh yeah. Okay. So it hasn't been confirmed that it's their registry or that they're getting married, but now this huge conspiracy is going yeah. and it's, it's convincing. So here's what's on the registry. Um, a $1,100 bucket. Just, I don't believe it's true. A bucket, um, two American flag armchairs for $9,000 each, um, a clock worth. And like, when I say a clock, I mean like picture like a, an alarm clock, but like, you know, those old school ones that were circles with the button yeah. with the things on top for $10,000. Um, how do, how are these things in, invented? Like who is creating an alarm clock for $10,000? Also like what? How, where's the register? Where's it registered? That I wasn't sure. I don't think it's real. I think someone made it up. It's hilarious. Yeah. Because also, like, I don't think rich people have registries. I don't think so either. No. When you go to, like, like Britney Spears' wedding, I doubt they had a registry. No. Like, people probably just give them, like, nice cards. Yeah. Like, who's giving a billionaire gifts? No, you can't. Right? You Unless can't. you want to buy them a. $3,000 paperweight. Just go get a rock outside. <laughs> exactly. Or use your coffee cup like a normal person. Right. So the most outrageous thing that was found on there was a... I feel like I'm going to butcher this, but it's because I'm poor. Oh, God. Bacarit Zenith chandelier worth $500,000. Let me see the word. Yeah, I don't know how to say that. I believe that chandelier costs that much. I see my thing. Yeah, I think someone just made this up and they found the most like they just typed in most expensive, ridiculous things. You on know, the it earth. was Chris Jenner made it up. Yeah, it was Chris Jenner. <laughs> it's always Chris Jenner. She was like, people think you're getting married. Let's make this ridiculous. Right. Yeah. It's insane. The, like the registry that's on there. So, yeah. Um, it, it hasn't been confirmed, but I love a good conspiracy. So I'm gonna- I don't think it's real, but I think it's funny. It's definitely funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. So is that is that all with that's all with Kylie and Travis? All right. Then let's check to see if we have another sponsor for today. Sponsor. Sponsor. (laughs) All right. What else do we got? Is anything going to make me not angry? Um, well, it has officially been confirmed that Khloe Kardashian and Tristan Thompson's surrogate was pregnant a month before 
his scandal with uh, Mara Lee broke. So here's the thing. Since it's been confirmed that the surrogate was pregnant a month before the whole Mara Lee thing, that means he knew Mara Lee was pregnant when him and Chloe went and did the whole surrogacy thing. He knew. Oh. Yeah. And allegedly, according to Mara Lee, um, he tried to convince her to get an abortion by offering her $75,000 because him and Chloe, well, one, because he didn't want the scandal and two, probably because he didn't want another kid. I don't know. Probably didn't want like a, a messy situation. And then also because. Hey, if you don't want a messy situation, don't make a mess of a situation. Don't create the situation. Keep your pee-pee in your <laughs> pants. <laughs> right. And he knew that him and Chloe were starting the surrogacy process. So like, what are you doing? He doesn't think. Mm-hmm. Or he is so narcissistic, he thinks he can do whatever he wants and not get caught. And there are no consequences to his actions. I think that's more it. I think that's it. Yeah. So Chloe's representative said, we can confirm True will have a sibling who was conceived in November. And Chloe's spokesperson said, Chloe is incredibly grateful to the extraordinary surrogate for such a beautiful blessing. We'd like to ask for kindness and privacy so that Chloe can focus on her family. Yeah. All right. Let's give him privacy, but I'm sorry. I feel bad for her. What are you doing, Tristan? Get it together, Tristan. Good Lord. Get it together. Yeah. So uh, that's it for my news. But you said you had something you wanted to. I just saw the, I saw, saw that Elon Musk was being body shamed. Let me state here right now. I do not like Elon Musk. I think he's a terrible person. Right. I like the Tesla I have. But uh, he can go suck it. Those are my true feelings on Elon Musk. Official statement. Official statement. He can suck it. So, again, I do not think that there are good billionaires. Um, so people, I, I, saw, I saw a tweet that said, I ain't ever seen a physique like this. And it was Elon Musk shirtless on a yacht, you know, and his chest protrudes very, I don't know the word, a lot. His chest protrudes okay. a lot. So he has like a really like, his chest is just like out and then it goes in and he has tiny little legs. And then just normal legs for his height. But his chest looks like it protrudes. And people are like, what is going on? And people are making it means like there was like a little alien. Um, like he's a robot and there's an alien inside. <laughs> Please try not to laugh. And that made me laugh. But the meat. <laughs> it, cl- it, it was a clever meme. It was. Clever meme. All right. Um, and, you know, you read through this and then someone was like, I actually think he has this disease. And it's when your chest protrudes a lot. And like people were like uh, putting him and Bill Gates next to each other being like, why do billionaires have these like large chests? And people were like speculating and all this stuff. And then it just like went into huge discussion about Elon Musk's body. And then, you know, it's the Internet. So everyone started body shaming Elon Musk. And while you think you're like, whatever, he's stupid, like he deserves it, which is what people were saying on the Internet. They're like, it doesn't matter. He deserves it. He's a terrible person. We can do what we want. And then a lot of people make very good points, which they do a lot, where he might not see the tweets. He might, like, quote unquote, deserve. No one deserves to be treated poorly. I mean, like, that's just true. But your friends that may may have that body shape or or self-conscious about their body will see those tweets of people making fun of them. Yeah. So if someone has that that chest thing that makes their chest protrude and sees everyone making fun of Elon Musk, they might be a really, really, really great person but then immediately are self-conscious about their body because it looks similar to Elon Musk's and they can't control it. So note one, you can 
trust me, there are a lot of things to put down Elon Musk for. Right. And to hate on him for. You don't need to lower yourself to the body. Right. You don't need to. No, body shaming shouldn't exist. (laughs) There are clever memes. But you can use that cleverness to make fun of other things. Um, And people were saying like, well, he made fun of Bill Gates' body. So he deserves to be. And I'm like, no. An eye for an eye makes the whole world blind. It's a stupid cliche saying, but it's true. Like, that's not how we solve anything. Um, how we solve everything is the billionaires fix the world with all of their money and no, are no longer billionaires. But. Eat the rich. Eat the rich. <laughs> the real rich. The 1%. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's exactly like you said. It's not like he's going to see those tweets and be like, oh, man, I feel really bad about myself now. It's your friends. And it's, it's other, yes. it's, it's strangers on the internet. They're going to see this as trending. They're going to click on it. And it's them that are going to be affected, yes. not him. Correct. So like, yeah. Think about other people. Always think about other people. And that's, that's pretty much the end of it. Yeah. Go find something else to make fun of besides people's bodies. I yeah. feel like that's so old. Like, come yeah. on. Like, Go make fun of Elon Musk's tweets his thought processes his evilness his his evilness you know just like what he's produced that's failed go make fun of those things right sure right don't make just the body thing yeah no that's that's done yeah um all right that was all mine well that was good thank you yeah I had a story um, today everyone (laughs) um all right you ready for positive moments oh please we love a good positive moment Positive moments. Yeah. Thank you. Um, okay, so a man hiking in a remote corner of the Tahoe forest ended up falling down more than a 70-foot drop and broke his hip and ribs. And the next day, he crawled as far as he could up towards the path in search of cell service. And once he got one bar, he dialed 911 and told the rescuer- rescuers to look for Saul, who was his border collie. Um, that had stayed by his side through the whole thing. So he fell off. The border collie ran down or like, you know, found a way down to him, stayed by his side and crawled, you know, up yeah. with him. So he said, look for Saul um, because the rescuers weren't able to ping the exact location of him. And he couldn't tell them because he was so disoriented. But he knew like if you start calling out for Saul, he'll lead you back. And that's exactly what he did. Oh, so, what a good dog. Yeah. So when the rescuers arrived um, to the general area, they found a black and white border collie jumping up and down and spinning in circles. Oh, I love dogs. And he had run about 200 yards away through the woods to find the team. And just like Lassie, led them back to his owner. And yeah, they, they helicoptered him out of there. He's at the hospital and getting treatment right now. And they took Saul because Saul couldn't go on the helicopter. So the re- part of the rescue team took Saul into the nearby town and, and, and gave him lunch. <laughs> yeah, he deserves steak. He deserves steak. And duck. Right? He deserves all of the good things. It was so cute. Um, and then a husband and wife team in Oregon developed baby slash toddler shoes that dissolve in water to save space in landfills. So the shoes are designed to be super tough and last through the use of, they claim, two infants um, so that they can be, you know, handed down. Mm-hmm. And they are called Wooly Bubs. And the shoe starts at $34 for crawlers and $40 for walkers. And they're made out of the same um plastic soluble or water soluble plastic that like the outside of pods like detergent pods are made out of but just really layered because babies don't need like good shoes no support 
that mm-hmm. smart i was like why aren't we making these for human like not that babies aren't humans <laughs> but like you know adults and then i was like oh because we need support and cushion and we run and we right. jump and stuff and babies are just like we this is for my outfit because it's cute right well and and the couple claims that 30 million pairs of shoes end up in landfills each year and each pair takes 40 years to decompose mm. and so they're basically like all of this textile waste is horrible for our environment and especially the kid industry and like yeah. the baby industry because it gets messy so quickly and like destroyed so quickly and because they grow so rapidly. Yeah, they're only in their shoes for like a week. Right. And then you're just cycling. So, yeah. And then they also guarantee that no matter how much an infant feels it is necessary to chew on them, they will not break apart, which is also really good because I, oh, yeah. babies are always sticking their feet in their mouths. Um, <laughs> God. Get it together. Um, and the researchers who've tested the woolly bubs out have said it does both dissolve and biodegrade, leading nothing harmful in its weight, which is great. All right. Um, 17-year-old Adrian Rodriguez found a green purse in a grocery store parking lot. And instead of bringing it into the store and just like giving it to Lost and Found, he decided to find the owner's house himself and return it. And um, after receiving back her purse, which only had $20 and a bunch of credit cards in it, the owner and roommate were just so, like, touched by the extra mile that this kid went that they decided to organize a GoFundMe for him to thank him for his kindness. And over 764 donors sent money that totaled to over $17,000. That's so great. I wish that, like, it's, it's really sad that just, like, poor people are all just passing around the same dollar. (laughs) <laughs> yeah that's literally what it is it's like and then he's gonna see a gofundme and you know donate his money and then that person's gonna see a gofundme and donate their money and it's just like just keeps going around in circles yeah oh every time i hear him like that's so great that they did that like because he did a good act and you want to reward people for that but i'm like it's it's so sad that like that's just the, how society works now it's just like all the poor like lower class people are just trying to support each other and they don't have any money. Right. And then there's Kylie Jenner on a jet and Elon Musk on a yacht. Yep. That's, that's exactly how it is. Yep. Well, that's like um, I've recently come into light of like the whole concept of, um, you know, when you go to like, especially like PetSmart, you go to like PetSmart and you put in your credit card and it says, would you like to donate a dollar yeah. to like a homeless pet or whatever? I saw this TikTok the other day and it was like, why are we as poor and middle class consumers donating like a dollar to these charities every time we give the company our business when they are a multi-billion dollar company. You know why they're doing it? Why? You know why the companies have those set up? No, go for it. Because they take that dollar and they do donate it, but as themselves. And therefore, when you donate a certain amount as a company, you get major tax write-offs. So they're using your money that you donate to get tax write-offs themselves. Cool. So that's why it's set up. Yes, those puppies are getting their dollar. Yeah. It's fantastic. So if you're like, I don't care, you know, that the company's getting attacked. I don't care. I just care that the dog gets a dollar. The dog's getting your dollar. Okay. But the company is claiming it as their own and that they are donating. So pet, pets might be like, we donated $100,000 this year. They didn't donate. Mm. It was everyone who pressed yes, I will donate a dollar. It was their money. But PetSmart or whatever, it gets the tax write off. Every grocery store does this. Mm-hmm. Every pet store does this. You know, that's just what they do. And it's not their money they're donating to ours. The, do- <laughs> the, it, the money goes to the places. Right. So, you know, whatever. The homeless get fed. The doggies get their treats. Yeah. 
whatever. Good. But yeah, that's But why. it's like, why are we doing it when there's a billion dollar company? Because that, we're guilted. Yeah. And yeah, the company should just donate. Right. You know, that's just what it is. But we're guilted into it. Yeah. And we're like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll give a dollar to a doggy. I mean, I'm, it's better that the companies have that set up than not because they, again, right. everything is getting it. But yeah, I wish it would be better if the company is like, we'll match every dollar. Right. There so we they, go. So they're still getting the tax write off of our money. Right. But also donating. Right. So that's a good like compromise. I feel, well, yeah. I mean, it's not even a compromise. Like they would be able to like donate a billion dollars and still come out a few billion dollars ahead. But yeah. Ugh, it's small steps for now. Like, you know, take yeah. what we can. Um, but yeah. Um, all right. I have two more positive moments. Do we have time? We have time for some positive moments. Okay. A man from Macedonia was swept out to sea. And this is not positive, M. It becomes positive. Okay. And although he was a very strong swimmer, he couldn't get himself back to shore. And just as he was losing strength and about to give up, a colorful rainbow soccer ball came floating towards him. And... It Gay, an ally. Ally. It was partially deflated, but he clung onto it for more than 18 hours. Holy. Until rescuers found him floating more than 15 miles away from shore. And he was spotted by Greek Air Force helicopter. And it was reported later, like after this story went viral in the news, because who holds, I mean, good for him, but like, my God, who's able to hold onto a deflated soccer ball for 18 hours in the ocean? Someone um, who wants to live. Someone who really wants to live. Um, a pair of Greek children came forward and reported that it was their colorful, colorful ball that they had accidentally kicked out into the sea 10 days earlier when they were playing football on their island. 80 miles away. 80 miles away. Isn't that? Holy like, crap. That's wild. Ah, I love that it was gay. I, yeah. <laughs> and then lastly, an English family's beloved beagle escaped their backyard after they forgot to latch their gate completely Always shut. Always latch the gate. Always latch the gate. Luckily for them, another local in their area named John Wilmer had spotted Bonnie, who was the beagle, by the side of the road when he was on his way with his own two dogs to a dog show. So he kind of just scooped Bonnie up and threw her in the truck because he couldn't be late to the dog show. No, but he couldn't just leave the dog there. Right, exactly. So um, once he got to the show, he entered his own two dogs and then he was just kind of holding Bonnie and didn't know what to do with her. And then he saw a best rescue dog category, threw her <laughs> into that. She ended up winning third place. Oh my God. And, and then he returned Bonnie back to the owners with the ribbon tied around her neck. This is like baby's day out adventure. Right. This is a movie in the making. For sure. This is a kid's movie. Yeah. Like beagle it's day out it's beagle's day out Ooh, beagle's day out and it just goes out into the world and does all these things and then like returns home the family doesn't know what happened right and they're like where'd she get this ribbon and then the dog's just like like and then it dreams about yeah. it that's like one of those little pixar shorts yes at the beginning of the movie yes yeah it was so good i thought that was so cute i love that so much yeah um okay that's actually all the time we have for today oh no okay what? no we did great all right yeah i just get so excited for games and questions but we have you have too one much short one one short question if you have a short one we'll always give them a short one okay what's the one food you could never bring yourself to eat uh well it would be like uh because of you you mentally can't eat it not because of you can't eat dairy oh okay because i was like well like bull testicle but the, or oh no like a cow eyeball eyeball or something an eyeball that okay like looks at you i think for me anything having to do with insects well, you've made me eat ants and crickets. <laughs> so I can't, but it is hard. Right. There's a true mental block. Right. I was like, I just can't. We watched a cooking show yesterday 
where these people are like, we're trying to like show people sustainable food. And they made a taco with crickets. And I was like, I, I don't know. Like it is one thing to look at them. So they like fried them and they didn't really look like crickets. Okay. And the people, the, sh- the judges were like, this is, I think the best taco I've ever had. They ended up wow. winning like number one of, the, all, of like 20 tacos. Right. But I was like, it is, it, when you look at that, it is a mental block. That's why I right. say eyeball, like looking at an eyeball. Right. Because when we eat, when people eat steak and ribs, it's so de- far detached from what the animal actually looks like. Right. That you don't think about it. Mm-hmm. Like I hate, I eat, I eat fish, but I hate when they bring the full fish with mm. the eyeballs on it. I'm like, yeah. la, 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 la. And Abby kind of always like scrapes the head off for me. So if it's like something I can't detach, like I can see like an eyeball yeah, or something like that, that I think I couldn't do that. Which is so funny because if you grew up in like a different continent or country, it's like eating insects is so normal. Yes. But it's just because we grew up here. Yeah, it's how you grow up. It's yeah. your culture. It's, that's what it is. And obviously like you're not weird if you can eat an insect. I'm actually jealous of you because crickets are really good in protein. Yeah, yeah. And can be made really well. And My they're so seems cheap to love them. and so abundant. Yes. So it's like if we could get on that page, that would be awesome. Yes. But it's the it's all it's mental. It's all the mental, which right. is so annoying. Humans are ridiculous. Yeah. Love it. All right. That's all we ha- that was all the time we have for today. Uh, please, if you could rate us on whatever platform you're listening to this on, that would be fantastic. Only if it's like four to five. If, you, if you're going to give us a one, you, you're too busy. You're, you don't have time to rate okay. us. You don't have to rate you us. To- don't. We appreciate the effort, but you don't need to put your effort in. Tell us. But if you're you know, like going to do well, come on. <laughs> come on. <laughs> Uh, but also follow us on any platform. Make sure you're following us both um, on Podcast ATI on Instagram and then just Emily's. No. In, nope. Po- podcast ATI? No. ATI Podcast. No. All things. What is it? All things Internet Podcast. All things Internet Podcast. <laughs> I was almost there. Almost there. Almost there. Uh, all things Internet Podcast and then our own personal Instagrams. Uh, we love you guys. If you have any questions or things you want us to report about, please always let us know. And we love you and we'll see you next time. Love Bye. you. Bye. Well, no, we, we messed that up. We got to do it. We've been. All right. Love you. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of All Things Internet. Please make sure to like and follow our podcast on whichever platform you're currently listening to it on. And make sure to follow us at Podcast ATI on Twitter, where you can ask questions and get the latest updates on our show. We love you. Thanks for listening. I'm Rachel Ballinger, and this has been all things internet. Wander with us into a world of magic. Do you lack magic? Ever since I was born, I could hear the spirits of the other world. Where old stories take on a new life. If you break even one of these conditions, the consequence is death. And the world is teeming with possibilities. It's midnight, girls! They're here! Get ready to change! Well, for the last time, we're not kissing, Fritz! Join Jenny and Madeline in this fantastical audio drama as they journey into the stories you grew up with as you've never heard them before. You are no more than a demon! Okay, Gown. Let's do this. And reinvent fairy tales with a feminist twist. Ready for your next adventure? Then we'll see you soon in the forest of feminist fairy tales.